Blog Talk Radio. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Toller Entertainment with Johnny Vegas, Jim Meyer, and Bunny Carwee. How are you guys doing? How you doing, Bunny? How you doing, Jim? Great. Oh, doing great. Thanks, Johnny. Yeah, excited for our show today. Yeah, and we have a great guest. And uh, Bunny, why don't you talk a little bit about our guest? Oh, okay. Um, well, today we have Tim Latek and... Um, you can Google Tim Lechuk and a whole bunch of stuff comes up. He's on MMA, UFC, he's on IMBD. So he's a MMA fighter that, like many other fighters, have um, transitioned over into movies, entertainment, doing stunt work for... He does a whole bunch of uh, different projects. He's done television, um, you know, movies... He's just a he's just a really big big um persona actually, both in person and um on screen. So I'm really excited to have him on our show today. And and, yeah, and uh, he also yeah. is he on now he's very well rounded. He's also has been, served on the city uh council in Davis. Uh he's uh got a BA in sociology with an emphasis on social work. So um, he's, you know, he's very multidimensional, and uh, we've been looking forward to a, for a long time to get him on the show, and he's finally on the show this morning, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, we also, uh, I don't know if you guys realize, but me and Tim have something in common. Uh, we both really? uh, grew up in Thousand Oaks, so he actually graduated from Thousand Oaks High School, and I graduated from Westlake High School, which is right around the corner pretty much and oh my uh gosh. So, yeah wow oh, did you ever yeah. run into him no i just i just uh you know when we when you first mentioned him being on the show is i looked at his facebook page and saw that he graduated from there so we never met though wow and and he went to uc davis which means he lives halfway between bunny and myself so it, it's almost as if he uh or he, he went to school halfway between where bunny and i live so it's almost as if he was meant to be uh, associated with with three of us. So it's unbelievable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so I, I definitely can't wait to ask him some questions about the mixed martial arts stuff because that has got to be one of the toughest sports uh, there is. I mean, you're literally fighting another person full out. It's not like boxing. It's You can do mm-hmm. – you can kick. You can – you uh, submissions, uh, there's ground and pound. I mean, there's seriously so many ways you can win and lose those fights. So it's it's definitely one of the toughest, if not the toughest, sports. Um, is there anything that you actually can't do? Yeah, I mean, of course, you know that you can't uh, you can't headbutt, you know, stuff like that. But we'll ask Tim right now. He's he's live on the air. Tim, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we were just uh, talking a little bit about mixed martial arts and stuff, and why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and 
maybe how you got into mixed martial arts, but we're saying how tough a sport that is. Oh, well, let's see. I, uh, um, I've been involved in, uh, wrestling for a number of years. I, I wrestled for the U S team and, uh, and, uh, actually was a national champion, um, in freestyle wrestling. And then, uh, uh, and I actually, uh, boxed at a pretty high level as well and was a, Golden Gloves champion, and I, uh, um, I thought I was kind of through competing. I was the head coach over at uh, UC Davis, the wrestling coach, and uh, so I'd kind of gotten away from um, uh, from competing. And, and uh, UC Davis and uh, dropped their wrestling program, so I was kind of uh, cut loose and, and uh, um, just looking for something to do, and, and I. I knew a woman that wanted to learn how to box, and so I told her, well, if you find a, a gym uh, to do that, I'll, I'll show you what I know. And so she found a place in uh, Redwood City, uh, California, and um, the fellow that owned the gym was a guy named Eugene Jackson who fought in the UFC. Um, and he and I, uh, this was prior to him fighting in the UFC. He had aspirations of doing so, and we... Uh, um, we started training together, and actually, uh, he sort of encouraged me to enter a, uh, an MMA tournament, and uh, and I did, and he did as well. And we ended up fighting in the finals against each other. And um, oh, wow. anyway, <laughs> I, I ended up him, but uh, but you know, I split the money with him, and because we had to drive home together, so <laughs> that's kind of how I got into it. That's great. Oh my gosh. So, you, so you're so a fighter, it? you're an actor, yeah. you're a stuntman, you're a city councilman. Of all of those things, if you could pick one that you did full time every day, what, what's your favorite? Oh, shucks. I, I don't know. I, I think, uh, you know, really there's no substitute for, uh, for competing. I, I loved. Uh, Regardless of uh, whether it was wrestling or boxing or, or MMA, I, I love to do it. And if, if uh, you know, if I was, you know, perpetually young and, and could withstand that, I, I, uh, I just I love to compete. That was uh, there's really no there's no real substitute for that. Um, mm-hmm. So that was my favorite. Oh, that's great. Um, and um, so. Tim, I met you on the set of Bullets, Blades, and Blood. I had the pleasure of doing your makeup for a fight scene between you as your character, Steel, and um, Marcus from, you know, the main character. And it was just amazing watching you guys um, from behind the scenes. And then I also had a chance to get to know you just a little bit, just a little bit more. And um, you have an extremely well-balanced, persona um you're deeply spiritual and very grounded um so does that help you um with your day-to-day life and um can you tell us a little bit how you have you always been spiritual um well i mean i'm not spiritual in the sense of uh religious or anything like that i I, uh, um uh really at all i hope that doesn't offend anybody but i just that's i i never um and really it's 
exposed to that. But um, um, right. I don't know. I you know I uh, I think um, um, you know it's it's curious to to hear somebody else say that about me. I, I just kind of move through the world and and don't really pay much attention to that. Um, you know how I might be perceived, but um, I guess uh, you know I, I think people. Ex- often expect uh because of my background in fighting and 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 so on uh that I might be kind of you know hyper aggressive and and um uh, and I don't know I mean I I got into fighting uh because initially uh, as a kid because I you know I was bullied and I I just absolutely yeah. abhor bullies and so yeah. um you know that kind of that that's a sort of mentality that just doesn't sit well with me and i uh so i don't try to uh it's just that part of my nature so the, the people that expect me to be you know pretty um you know aggressive and and uh you know acting like a tough guy and things like that they're often kind of disappointed when i when i don't do that um but um you know the other stuff i i mean i'm just like everybody else just you know, trying to trying to find my way, you know, through the world in a way that yeah. makes sense to me. And uh, um, and if it comes off well to other people, well, I guess that's all the better. So. <laughs> yeah. Now uh, you also uh, are in uh, these movies uh, that uh, you know, Bullets, Blades, and Blood, and some of the other movies that we're going to talk about on the show. Uh, what would you say is the toughest thing about uh, acting in those action films, you know, with uh, especially where uh, guys like Jim Meyer, you know, play such a crazy person in the movies, where uh, it probably gives you nightmares a little bit. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I mean, oh Jim's a fine actor. I, I uh, those guys are all trained actors. I am just, uh, um, I think the thing that's that's most difficult or daunting for me is that um you know i i i was really 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 shy and not like a, a, a cute kind of shy but I almost uh um i mean when i was in college my roommates used to be able to count you know the number of words i would say in a month and and, and uh oh. you know i remember <laughs> they made a big deal one one month because i said 30 words that month and uh um, you know, just that, so, so getting over that, um, mm-hmm. that kind of, uh, anxiety or fear of, of speaking in front of people, um, mm-hmm. was something that was too, sort of tough, tough coming for me. As far as the action element of it, that's, uh, um, that, that, that part is, is easy. I mean, I've mm-hmm. basically, uh, you know, done action in real life for, for the, you know, better part of my life. And so, um, you know, in, in, in bullets, blades and blood, for example, uh, you know, working in that fight scene against Robert Parham, who's a, um, you know, fantastic martial artist, that was, you know, that was actually quite easy because he's so proficient at what he does. And, and, um, you know, it's just, you know, when you see, great dancers dancing together that are just familiar with all the steps, even if they've never danced with each other, they, they kind of know what to do. And I felt like that was sort of the case with, with Robert. I mean, he's, 
he's a a real pro and and uh, he made it he made it extraordinarily easy actually so Wow, that's a great analogy, dancers. It's exactly like what it is. So now what about the, um, since you're both trained fighters and you both have to segue into the the stunts, which obviously you have to pull back at a certain time so that you're not really making the connection, it seems like that would be hard to um, rein in that power right before to make it look um, look like it's happening but still not have it actually happen. Is that hard at all? I was yeah, that would, if it was actually happening, that would be a pretty quick scene. But, um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. We, uh, um, you know, it's, it's uh, it, I mean, there, there are a couple of things, like technical things about movie fighting. I mean, in fact, you know, a lot of things that you have to do in uh, fighting in the film are, are not things that I would do, you know, in an actual uh, competition or, or bout or, you know, heaven forbid on the street, but, uh, um, you've kind of got to sloppy things up a little bit so that the camera can catch it because, you know, initially when I first started doing, uh, uh, stunts or fight scenes, my, you know, my technique, uh, has been trained to be so efficient that the, the camera can't really pick it up. It just happens so fast. Um, that you have to kind of loop your punches a little bit and make things a little bit more, exaggerated and then there are things that you can do um in terms of where the camera is set that you can you can miss people by a pretty pretty decent margin um and uh you know the camera will will make it look like contact if the person reacts correctly um with the case of uh robert i mean we both like we know the drill and so in that case we could really miss each other by the narrowest of margins. I mean, I have complete <laughs> trust in his in his ability to control his punches, and mm-hmm. I think that he had, um, you know, an equal trust in me. And so, you know, we could miss each other by a hair's breadth and and, uh, and still feel pretty safe. Um, I mean, you mm-hmm. kind of just know what you're doing, and you're not just, you know, I think a lot of people look at fighting and think, well, people are just, you know, they're just, swinging for the fences all the time without any real regard for the placement of the punch. But there's a real, uh, you know, precision to it that you, when you know the drill, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty easy to get out of the way. And it's, it, you know, the, the combinations are pretty predictable. And, and, uh, and if you do, and if you do screw up, you have enough control that you can, you know, you can cut the thing short if you have to. So. Phew, thank goodness. That was a mouthful. Yeah, sorry. Um, (laughs) Oh, no. No, it's really interesting. I've been interested in that for a really long time because sometimes when you're on set, you know, stunts actually happen. Like we saw Jim Myers get kicked in the teeth, and I said, okay, we won't need fake blood for that scene. Right. (laughs) You know, I think – you know, that's – I think the real trick is when I work with uh, actors that are – are non-fighters or you know, don't have a fighting background um, mm-hmm. or just have enough background to really just get them in trouble. They, they think they know what they're doing. <laughs> right. um, but, uh, um, you know, and that just, that just requires a lot of communication with the person. So they, they and if you're going to err, just err on the side of keeping the actor safe. Um, you know, I, I, I had a bunch of, 
Uh, I did a scene with with Keanu Reeves a, a little while ago, and uh, you know if I if I hit him and, and bloody up his mouth, man, that shuts Ooh. down the whole thing for for you know that day or, or longer, and, and man, that's man. that's a lot of money, and I probably wouldn't be working much if that happened. Oh man. Yeah, um, well, uh, Jim, uh, Jim's back on the line now. He's uh, his call. Uh, he dropped the call by accident, but said, uh, "Jim, you're back on the, on the air." So. Um, sorry about that. I don't know if you heard that, that I asked a question and 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 then the line went dead. So, oh, sorry, I, I, Jim, I, didn't, I didn't hear it. What was we didn't hear you, Jim. Okay, I apologize. Oh, cold in July. I was asking about how um, we're all thrilled to be. Uh, Getting in line for tickets for Cold in July. When does it come out? What's it about? And what what is your capacity in that film? Well, let's see. I uh, um, it's a I, it's coming out at the it's it's right now it's playing the Cotton Film Festival. It had a nice run at the uh, um, the Sundance Film Festival, and I believe it's coming out um, on the 26th. I mean, for for a broader release on the 26th of May. Um, and it stars uh, uh, Don Johnson, Sam Shepard, and Michael C. Hall. And uh, wow. um, it's a really just a fantastic cast, the way those guys just play off each other because they have such sort of disparate personalities. And, um, and the fellow that directed is a guy named Jim Mickle, who mm-hmm. um, I really think you're going to um, start hearing a lot more about because he's a really fine fine director and in fact i mean uh, people that are you know follow those those uh, like the sundance film festival they're pretty familiar with him because he's had a, he's had a nice uh um couple of, of films that he did uh, in the past couple of years that that were w- well received there and they were sort of genre films of uh, uh you know kind of these takes on um zombie and vampire type movies but this one is something completely different uh um it's kind of a sort of film noir kind of a, a movie that has so many so many twists and turns to it that it's it's just it's pretty dis- <laughs> it's pretty disorienting but it's you know the way they tie it all together he's just he just does that expertly uh jim mickle does um and anyhow, I uh, I play um, um, uh, Kurt Russell's son, Wyatt Russell, um, plays a really, really despicable um, bad guy in that movie, and uh, I play his his um, his partner, and uh, I sort of a big giant in the in the in the, in the novel by a fellow named Joe Lansdale. Um, I, uh, that character is a, as a giant Mexican guy. And, uh, so, uh, you know, I'm not Mexican, uh, but, uh, mm-hmm. I wore these, uh, you know, four or five inch lifts in my shoes and it's a pretty, <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty menacing looking fellow. Oh um, my God, I can imagine. Um, and, uh, Anyway, I get into a couple of uh, – I'm basically uh, his, his little side – or his gigantic sidekick. And uh, <laughs> there's some really – some pretty 
good scenes. In fact, they made it into the uh, into the trailer. That was pretty. That's a kind of a first for me, so I was kind of pleased by that. But uh, um, awesome. and uh, I have a couple of you know pretty pretty uh, good fight scenes with um, with Don Johnson, and uh, and then the the final scene is just I, I don't want to blow it for anybody, but it's just absolute mayhem, and uh, and I figure oh. pretty prominently in that. So um, oh it was. It was a really terrific experience for me, and I uh, uh, was really lucky to get the work um, and, and, and that role. I, uh, so I'm pretty pleased with it. And the way that it's been received so far, I'm kind of excited to see it uh, as well. I, I haven't seen the final cut yet, and I, I had some friends that saw it at, at uh, uh, the Sundance Festival, and they were, uh, they were pretty excited about it. So I'm, I'm eager to see it as, as, as well as anybody. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I now, uh, Tim, yeah, who would you say is uh, the uh, the actor, whether it's action film or or horror film, uh, that you look up to or uh, that you uh, that you that you like the most? Like, what's your favorite action star? You know, I uh, that's a that's a that's a good question. I I think um, I probably. Um, I would say, you know, there's a fellow that was, um, he's, he's passed away now and uh, was a character actor in the, in the 70s and, and early 80s named uh, Robert Tessier. And he played, uh, um, oh, in the, in the original Longest Yard, he was the, uh, the convict, the bald-headed guy that uh, breaks that big giant guy's nose. And he was in a, a movie with Charles Bronson as a, Street Fighter uh, in, a, in a movie called Hard Times, but anyway, I, I've always uh, he had a stunt background and, and then became this sort of uh, iconic sort of '70s uh, you know tough guy actor. And I've always I've always thought that he would be a neat uh, um, guy if I could pattern my career after his. Um, number one, because I, I love watching that guy work. And uh, again, his name's uh, Robert Tessier. Uh, just kind of an obscure, probably uh, um, fellow, but uh, I, I kind of liked him. And you know, and hopefully, I will get some uh, um, work kind of outside the the action genre. I've kind of, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm happy for any work that I get, but um, um, but nothing. I'm happy for it. But in mm-hmm. in addition, I would. Uh, It'd be nice to um, try to do uh, get some work that uh, tests me in, in other ways. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I, I just there are all kinds of uh, guys that I admire that are just sort of character actors. I don't have any aspirations of or expectation that I'll ever be a um, um, you know a leading fellow. But uh, you know, I, I, it's fun to be that guy in the in the background, it just kind of stirs things up. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been in, in so many big works, you know, Salt, Noah. Um, I know recently you were in Blue Bloods. Um, what kind of role would you, uh, what kind of work would you like to get in the future? Is there kind of like um, maybe a, a role that you're hoping will come up? Um, you know, I, I sort of think that if I 
you know, if there is a role that I would want, I would probably have to write the script. But um, I mean, that I would that would really really suit me. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I I this is all such a big adventure for me. I this is mm-hmm. you know I told you that my my background being just really really painfully uh, shy and not mm-hmm. it's this isn't something that I ever envisioned for myself. Um, right. But I, I, I've enjoyed it just immensely. It's just been such a great adventure for me, and I've, I've met so many um, just really quality people in the process. And just this, the whole collaborative artistic effort uh, mm-hmm. for me is, is just a really, uh, is really a, a worthwhile thing. And I, I um, so anything that comes up, I'm, I'm pretty much game for it's just mm-hmm. things that when I, there have been a couple of, uh, you know, sh- uh, uh, low budget sort of independent films that I've, I've been offered. And, and typically, you know, there's such that they say, Oh, we've got a couple of roles that you could possibly do. Um, and usually when I have a choice, I, I try to pick the thing that's least like what I've done in the, in the, in the past. Oh, good um, for you. And uh, just because it's, you know, the reason that I kind of, be, being so shy, I, I just, I mean, I, nobody likes to be shy. And I, I wanted to, to um, all the things that I've ever been afraid of, I've, I've tried to, you know, over, overcome those things or conquer those fears. And so, you know, if, if something if, if something is uncomfortable for me or, or stretches me a little bit. Those are the kinds of things that I kind of want to try to do. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to get the, the action stuff. It's very natural. It's become very natural for me. And as I've done more and more films, the whole, you know, the whole being on the set and, 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 and performing like that has become a lot easier and, and uh, just as it's become more familiar. But, um, you know, as I said, I, if I can do, different things where it's just a, you know, a more sensitive or, or you know, mm-hmm. rounded character, then, then I would certainly jump at the opportunity for that. Well, wow. now you, you're a big Captain Marvel fan, so I thought that maybe what we should do is start a campaign because I know that eventually they're going to make a Captain Marvel movie, and I know The Rock wants to be in it, and I believe he they were talking about him playing um, – uh, Black Adam, the uh, arch nemesis right. of Captain Marvel, wouldn't that be awesome if we could get you to play the part of Captain Marvel? Would that Man, be you know, <laughs> that would be uh, that would be uh, a dream come true, or, or to do anything in that capacity. I think you know, actually, the character of Captain Marvel, um, when it was drawn back in 1940, um, I think the guy who patterned that actor was actually Fred McMurray. Believe it or not. Yes, it was. Uh, the guy that Absolutely. played uh, uh, Mike Reese. That was going to be my that, trivia question of the day. Chuck, <laughs> sorry. You know what? You're going to be hard pressed to to, to to nail me in trivia and, uh, um, uh, on Captain Marvel, but um, holy moly! <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know they, I, they're going to have that's such a tricky. Um, no, not the sidetrack or anything like that, but that whole Captain Marvel thing because of you know, licensing and the name and, and all of that kind of stuff is such a tricky, um, 
is just such a tricky proposition. And plus the the, the you know the origin of uh, Captain Marvel, the fact that you've got like a little boy that becomes a um, you know a grown superhero. It was really popular in the in the you know for kids at that era. I mean, what little kid wouldn't want to you know be able to say a magic word and become a a superhero like that? But I mean the you know the believability of it. You know for uh, trying to get that on a film. I don't know. It's it just uh, you run up with, against uh, uh, you know a lot of just a lot of problems. I mean, funny enough. I mean, even with this this uh, last film I did, Noah. People gripe about that because it's, um, you know, they say, oh, that's not realistic or plausible or that doesn't. I mean, the whole Noah story is just, you know, um, I mean, unless somebody's a, you know, if somebody's a, a literal, uh, you know, takes the Bible literally, then I, I apologize. But I mean, you know, the whole story is just wildly implausible. And so, you know, you do the best you can with the source material, you know, and, and, uh, Mm-hmm. But you're going to run up against, uh, you know, things that don't quite add up. So, um, mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Do you got a Twitter handle or website? Anything you want to promote? Where uh, uh, you know, where yeah, I'm at the end here. I don't have anything. I mean, I've got my little website, uh, timlasic.com, and you know, things that turn up for me usually turn up on there eventually, and. Uh, um, you know, anybody wants to friend me on Facebook, I'm happy to, you know, have pals there. Uh, but, uh, no, I mean, I'm just, I'm just delighted to be talking to all of you. I, I, you know, I've got little things happening here and there. I uh, just did a nice little, uh, um, I had a part on a show called Believe, um, uh, network, network, uh, show that, um, airs, in a couple of weeks, I play a. Uh, actually, I blew up New York subway, um, so that was kind of kind of interesting. But um, and I think that yeah, that that comes out in a couple of weeks. So you know, I've got little little projects here and there that that turn up now and then, but you know, nothing too earth shaking. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, Bunny, Jim. Yeah. You guys got any last questions for Tim? Um. I just wanted to say thanks for coming on our show. You're, I think I thought you were spiritual because you're so humble and you seem to have a genuine interest in people. And um, I just, you know, I think it's just wonderful running into so, such talented and humble people and they have everything to brag about and they don't. And you're definitely one of those people. So um, are there any projects that currently working on um, – like right now that you want to promote or anything? Um, you know, I've got a, uh, there are some things that I, I hope to get in. Uh, Darren Aronofsky's got a couple of projects that uh, I hope to have, um, it looks like I'll, I'll have a part in that. Um, but they're sort of still in the developmental stage. One's the uh, story of Sonny, Sonny Barger, the, the um, founder of the, uh, Hell's Angels, and oh, another wow. one sort of a a um, uh, George Washington sort of quasi biopic. Um, that's that's he's he's it's in development, and so um, luckily Noah made back whatever it 
they cost, you know, it, it, it costs to make. So he'll mm-hmm. probably get a decent budget for his next movie. So um, we're looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, what about you, Jim? Well, Jim, we, thank you very much, and, and we've barely scratched the surface. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully we'll have you back on sometime in the future, and you can talk about um, your uh, uh, with the uh, Davis City Council Substance Abuse Commission, because I'm guessing that we could talk a whole half hour about that and what you've done there and why. Um, so, and then your work with the Boys Club, uh, um, Boys and Girls Club, etc. So, uh, like Bunny said, is that yeah, if anybody meets you in person, they they see this, this Hulk-like character, and then they and then they mm-hmm. you know feel the the calmness and and the attitude. And I totally get what Bunny is saying is that you seem very centered, very uh, relaxed. And you're, it's contagious. Basically, people around you are, are feel relaxed and 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 happy to be in your presence. So we are very fortunate to have had you on the show, and uh, we're looking forward to to you coming back on sometime in the future. Well, that's an awfully nice thing to say, and I, I appreciate that immensely. And, and uh, let me tell you, it was just a, a real delight for me and a pleasure to, to be able to just sit down and talk with all of you. So thank you, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and uh, to all the listeners out there, uh, make sure you guys check out uh, Tim's website, and that is uh, Tim. Why don't you spell it out so people uh, even oh, get it right? Yeah, that's a tricky one. It's uh, <laughs> my name spelled T I M L A J C I K and dot com. Okay, so everybody check out that link, and then make sure everybody come back, tune in to our next episode next week. And without further ado. We will all talk to you guys later. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.